0: Murder lovers this is fatina this is Bree, and you're listening to stranger danger a true crime podcast welcome back so thank you for allowing us to take some time off as you know we kept pushing through the holidays and we got some stuff out for you you know through the entire month of december but then come january we were like okay we need a week off um just to recharge our batteries and i think um
1: you know, everything's good in life right now. Everything's great in life. Just so, needed needed a week. Yeah. So yeah. thanks for bearing with us. We yep. have some good stuff coming for you, though. I'm I'm really excited about today. And the next week's episode is going to be a... Uh, it'll make up for the time off of last week. So we'll not disappoint.
0: I am definitely looking forward to that. For this week, I do want to start out with a trigger warning. It's going to involve kids. Yeah, (laughs) I always need a kid
1: trigger warning just to be like emotionally prepared because it's going to be fucked up.
0: Yeah, just to make sure everyone's aware, you know what you're getting yourself into. I mean, the entire like the general, uh, you know, it's it's a podcast that we discuss cases where there's murder. But this one in particular, it was very it's very hard to get through. So I wanted to make sure that you guys were all aware that there were kids involved in this case. So I just wanted you guys to, to know that going into it. It's, um, it's not a very long case, but again, um, it involves little kids and I am like toddlers. So I just want to make sure that everyone was aware uh-huh. what was going on. All right. So for today's case, we will be talking about the case of Tiffany Hall and Jamela Stunstall. I don't think this case got
1: a lot of attention. Yeah, I don't recognize the names at all
0: because it all happened so very quickly and it was very like hyper local where everything happened. Okay. The timeline you'll see is not very long. So there wasn't that big sensational like who done it or mm-hmm. anything that made the case be prolonged or anything. Like
1: real deep investigation right. drawn out.
0: But the details of the case are going to shock the hell out of you. Okay. It shocked the shit out of me because, again, kids are involved.
1: If it shocked you, it's got to be a good thing. It,
0: yeah, right? <laughs> so this goes back to... This took place in St. Louis. This case starts with Tiffany and Jamila Sunstall From a very early age, they were best friends. Okay, They met at around sixth grade or so and they both grew up with like lower income households and a lot of troubles around in and out their lives but because of those struggles they grew to grew up together and they were each other's best friends not only became like best friends people said that they were more like sisters with each
1: other yeah definitely I'm sure they bonded over a A lot of that were each other's confidant and safe space
0: at the age of 14, Tiffany also had some other issues. She was adjudicated as a juvenile um, because she kicked her mom. She was oh. um, also very truant at school uh-huh. and eventually dropped out of high school. Okay. So a lot of things happened in both of these girls' young lives that definitely helped shape them. But through it all, they were they remained friends. hmm so at a very young age, what some would consider a young age of 16, Jamella was pregnant with her very first kid, Dumond. Yeah, that's young. It's very young. So she had her first kid in 1999, named him Dumond. And in 2003, she had a second child named Ivan. And in 2004, she had a little girl named Janella. Oh, so very similar to her name. Yeah. At this point, she had three kids. Some point during that time, when all th- when she had all three kids, she had lost custody of, of the kids. Okay. Okay. And that was because she was found guilty for whooping Dumond with a belt. Oh my gosh! And an extension cord. Uh huh. Which, I don't know. I can go back and forth with that. You know, corporal punishment. <laughs>
1: Yeah. I, I grew up getting whooped. I was going to say both of those things my dad vividly describes my yes. grandma using yeah on him and his siblings growing up.
0: And I think we live in a different time where that is now, you know, very frowned
1: upon and can be punishable. There's a strong yes. no spanking culture. Yes. Yes.
0: Um, So eventually her kids were taken away, um, but she was trying to be a good mother. Yeah. Nonetheless. So she took parenting classes. And eventually, um, she got the kids back in her custody. The next year, she got her tax refund and got herself a car. Okay. So that she was more mobile. She could take her kids to school and whatnot. Sure. And she also enrolled in uh, community college to take some classes. So she was trying to further her education so she can, you know, I'm sure, better provide for her family, her kids, and whatnot. Absolutely. At this point, there's not a husband in the picture. Mm -hmm. There is a boyfriend.
1: Did all three of her kids have the same dad or did they come from different dads? They
0: come from different, well, two different dads. Okay. Dumond and Janella, I believe, are the same dad. Okay. So she was enrolled in community college and she wanted to be a photographer, which is commendable. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, lots of money to be made there. Hell yeah. <laughs> so Absolutely. So she was trying to get her life straight, you know, and I'm sure she... You know, with the parenting classes, she was being a better mother, a better mother Um, because they did not live in the best of neighborhoods. A lot of the parents did not let their kids go out and play like in the playground by themselves. Sure. So she definitely took it a step beyond that. And she would let the kids play, but she would play an active role in that. She would sit outside on her stoop on a milk crate often and just watch them. Mm -hmm. So she wouldn't just let them go out and about yeah she was there and she was a presence and she was watching her children tiffany being her best friend she often took the role of babysitter as well with her kids Mm -hmm. tiffany also had a couple kids of her own at 16 tiffany also had her first kid okay we don't know the name uh not necessarily relevant gotcha but she had her second kid a year after her first and in 1999 so when Jamila was having her first child she had lost custody of that kid okay and this was because the courts found that there were injuries to that 2-year-old uh. kid or sorry 2-month-old kid that had definitely put her life in danger her the kid's grandmother said that in Tiffany's arms that baby definitely looked like a little rag doll There was not much life going on in her, like brain activity or anything.
1: Oh, okay. Even at two months old. Okay. From that point,
0: the court never filed the charges. So even though they had taken her kids away from her, Mm -hmm. she got them back because the DA failed to file the charges.
1: Just like they overlooked it and missed a step? Yep, Okay. exactly.
0: By the time that that kid was seven years old, she was still in diapers
1: Oh, my gosh. And
0: she could not speak. All she could say were unintelligible sounds. So she had definitely suffered long-term brain damage Uh from the injuries that she suffered as a baby. Okay. And I don't know. I couldn't find specifics if it was actual injuries. Let's say, you know... (sighs) bruises and whatnot, Mm -hmm. or if it was something like shaken baby syndrome. Right. So nonetheless, though, this kid suffered enough injuries to make her nonverbal and dependent on diapers still to the age of seven. Lifelong
1: damages is what it sounds
0: like. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. These girls have gone through all these troubles. Both have had parenting issues. Mm Mm-hmm. Jamila has definitely taken the path of trying to become a better mother, and they're not. No one is saying Tiffany didn't, but she still has the consequences to deal with with her daughter at this age of seven. Like we said, that she's in the state that she's in. Right. So 2006 rolls around, and what happens at this point is that Jamila is going to school. She's excited. She announces she's pregnant with baby number four. Baby number four. Gotcha. And at this point, Tiffany also announces she's pregnant. Oh, my gosh. So best friends now are having babies at around the same time. Yep. So give or take about the time that they were about seven months pregnant each. Okay. Tiffany calls into 911. She is at a nearby park at the Frank Holton Park on the evening of September sixteenth, two 2006. And she says that she's been sexually assaulted. And had given birth because of that sexual assault. Oh, my gosh. She is taken to the hospital. She refuses to be checked out herself. Mm-hmm. And the baby, unfortunately, succumbs to being out of the womb. Okay. The They do an exam on the baby, and there's no specific reason for passing on the mm-hmm. baby. Because she refuses to be looked uh, checked at. They release her, and then they also release the baby for funeral and the morgue and all that. Right. There's... This is where it starts getting super muddy. Tiffany, like she, like I said, she refuses to be checked out by the doctors. Uh-huh. So there is no evidence that she actually miscarried.
1: Or that there was a sexual assault. Or
0: that there was a sexual assault. Her story kept flip-flopping. Okay. Nonetheless, a couple days later, she had named the baby Taylor Horn horn was who was supposed to be the father's baby okay he was in the navy at the time and because of this assault that was alleged and also the baby passing he got a leave from the navy and came home for the funeral of course during the funeral while he's sitting there with her mind you there's only four people at this funeral she had called the funeral home Tiffany had called the funeral home a couple hours before it was due to happen and said she wanted to reschedule. What? She was two hours late to the baby's funeral. Yeah. It's weird.
1: I'm just like sitting here with the most puzzled look on my face. Yeah. The what? There's
0: only a couple people sitting at the funeral, and one of them is Keith, who's supposed to be the baby's father. Uh huh. And during the funeral... She turns around and tells Keith she's actually not the mother of the baby whose funeral they're at. What? That's somebody else's baby's funeral? It's Jamila's baby. What is happening? So she confesses to Keith right then and there that she actually beat Jamila, cut the baby out of her, and pretended it was hers. Shut up. She was never actually pregnant. Oh my god. So then Keith, absolutely being an outstanding you know member of our services. Yes. He calls the police, and that very night they go and find Jamila's body behind her apartments in the weeds. What the fuck? So what actually happened, because Tiffany confessed to this completely that very night to the police. Jamila had not been seen for 6 days at this point. Mind you, she was her best friend, so she would have been expected to be at the baby's funeral. Yeah. So she said that on the night of September 15th, she went over to her house, and we don't know why, but Tiffany grabbed a a table leg, so a leg off like a wooden table, mm-hmm. and beat Jamila with it, eventually stumbling into the bathroom. Where she pushed her into the bathtub, grabbed a pair of scissors, and cut Jamila's stomach open while Jamila st- was still awake. And because she be- was awoken by this, what was happening? Yeah. She beat her again, and then eventually, Jamila died from desangration. So just from bleeding out. Yeah. Not from being beaten to death. Or right. Anything. She then confessed to grabbing the shower curtain, wrapping Jamila up in it, and dragging her out behind her apartment complex and leaving her in the weeds.
1: Oh my god. And please tell me there's a why. There is no why. Other than she wanted to
0: have a baby to present to the baby daddy that she was telling him she was pregnant with his baby. There is no reason. What is wrong with this oh. chick? Oh my God. And this is her best friend. Yeah. This is supposed to be her best friend. And she cut her open to get the baby, a baby that didn't even survive out of her mother's womb. So from that point, now the kids are missing.
1: All of Jamila's kids? All of Jamila's kids. Okay. So
0: Dumond, Ivan, and Janella are all missing. And... At this point, it's been six days where no one's heard Uh from Jamila or from the kids.
1: Uh
0: And once Stephanie was in custody, that's when she was in custody for Jamila and the unborn baby. Right. The cops, because the kids are missing, they go into Jamila's apartment to look for pictures so that they can pass those out to the media to help look for these three kids. Uh They go into the house, they retrieve pictures and whatnot. As they're going to prepare this, you know, media mass, like, you know production of Let's Find These Kids. Yeah. They also go to the Frank Holton Park, which is about 1,100 uh, 1, acres. They started searching for these kids. Oh, shit. That's so not a small huge, park.
1: No, that no. is huge. That's not your neighborhood playground and no. soccer field.
0: And that's why I think the... Um, the story of her being allegedly raped in this park is kind of believable because anyone can go in and out without being sure. noticed yeah. or be drugged in there without you know leaving too much of a trace because mm-hmm. it's this huge park right. where I'm sure there's blind spots. Yeah. So while she's actually in police custody and in between the time they go and look for pictures and they're still interrogating her, they ask her if they know where the kids are And she tells them they're in the house. Oh, God. So what happened on September 18th. So that was the last day that anyone saw the kids alive. And they were with their father, Ivan Collins. Okay. He said that they were with him. And Tiffany, being the best friend to Jamila, came over and said, Jamila wants her kids for the night and wants your car for the night. I don't know what the situation was, but he had the kids and the car. Uh So she, with all the trust in the world, because I'm sure this situation has happened before where Tiffany had picked up the kids on behalf of Jamila. Right. The kids went with them. Sure. They went with her freely. Yeah. She got them back to Jamila's apartment and apparently there's evidence that she probably gave them cough syrup and then told each one, one by one, that it was time for a bath.
1: Oh my God. So in the
0: very same bathtub that she had done these incredible things to her mom, she drowned all of them. Oh my God. And then the kids bodies were put in the dryer and washer what
1: the? F- this is this is literally yeah like inconceivable so what the kids, hell
0: two kids were in the washer one in the dryer their bodies had been decomposing in there for five days oh
1: my god mind
0: you the police had been in that house but never ever had it crossed her mind to check the washer and dryer
1: I mean, you wouldn't think that you would need to check a place like that, and I mean, I guess depending on the quality of the washer and dryer, they probably created a pretty good seal to, you know, not like just walking into a house and there's a five-day, you know, decomposed body just laying in the middle of the living room. Like, it probably stayed relatively... Concealed, concealed in there. Yeah,
0: like it was very like. I mean, you know, with the washer and dryer, exactly. They were doing their job, but the cops, unfortunately, you know, they feel terrible for having walked literally past these machines and never noticed anything. But again, who would have thunk that someone would be so fucking cruel to do this to three babies?
1: Especially when you're looking for three kids. Yeah. I mean, exactly. no matter how, how big or small they are, yeah, I mean, the washer and dryer is definitely not where my mind would have first gone no. at all.
0: first, second, or third thoughts would have been <laughs> Yeah, that. exactly. Absolutely. So eventually the police found that their bodies were in, these, in the washer, in the dryer, and they, um, you know, did what they had to do at that point. So, like I said, there wasn't very much a... a like an investigative, like, who done this? Where are they? Right. There were some efforts put into looking for the children, but obviously her confession was very soon after it unraveled so, so quickly. And I think that's what contained this from being more televised Mm -hmm. or having more, you know, sensationalism around it. Mm -hmm. Just because it was so contained and and so hyper-local that, you know, there was no
1: need for sleuths or anything. Right. Or people all over the country looking for three missing children. Like right. it was kind of presented and solved really quickly with really her confession. Quickly. But damn. luckily
0: she did confess. Of yeah. Course. Of course. Um, but, um, eventually on September 29th. So a couple days later, she's still in custody. Tiffany's still in custody. Um, there's the funeral that's being held for Jamila and the three kids, Dumon, Ivan and Janella. Uh, The funeral was, I mean, it
1: brought everyone out. I was going to say, I'm sure there was more than four people. Oh
0: my gosh, there was
1: hundreds.
0: (laughs) So apparently there was about 700 people that attended the funeral. Wow. So it definitely touched a lot of people's lives just because of the circumstances where there was a mother, an expecting mother, an unborn child, three little kids, three innocent lives, I mean, four innocent lives. And, um, even if you didn't
1: know them, you would feel so compelled to go to that funeral to pay your respects because it's horrendous.
0: And in the matter of three days, that community grew so close together and they, you know, brought their forces together that in those three days following the funeral, they raised over $30,000 for the funeral costs
1: and expenses. That's awesome.
0: Some of that money also went to exhume the baby. Mm-hmm. To put her to rest next to her mother and oh, brother and sisters, Ugh. yeah, Poor because baby. she had a plot of her own, right? Um, which is weird to think that you know this uh, Tiffany had gone that far into it as well, and uh, it's it's weird because she confessed so quickly, right? Um, so the remorse was there, I think, to a certain extent,
1: yeah. I mean, I mean, I would hope I would hope so. Yeah. But she sounds absolutely off her rocker.
0: Oh, oh yeah, she is. Um, eventually, she was charged for four counts of murder in the first degree mm-hmm. for Dumond, Ivan, Janilla, and Jamila, and one charge of intentional homicide of a fetus. <sighs> she was given a five million dollar bond which of course she could not meet so no. she stayed in jail to her trial. Right. This is an interesting part. She was deemed competent for trial. Even though wow. her IQ was only 70. 70. Very low IQ. And that's not to say because of your IQ you whether should or shouldn't be. Sure. But she was she had all her capacities. Uh-huh. She just wasn't bush smart. I She think, had the you wherewithal
1: know? of knowing what she right had right and wrong.
0: And then there's also this piece where the prosecutors proved that there was probable premeditation to mm-hmm. this because they showed receipts a couple of days earlier. She had bought the items to what now seemed.
1: That's a loud crows. There's Jesus a murder going on more, out there.
0: There's a murder. <laughs> Um there she had bought all the items too that seemed like a birthing kit. So she had bought alcohol, she had bought the scissors, she had bought a couple different things at a hardware store that would help in like delivering a baby.
1: Interesting. Which is
0: weird. Yeah. To think that you thought about doing this to your best friend. You thought about it in advance. Yeah. You went and bought this shit and
1: thought about it. Like, literally, probably stayed up at night thinking about it. All to hide a pregnancy that was never true. And when we talk about cases like this, it's just like, you just couldn't be truthful. And so the solution to your problem was to go and just completely... Not just destroy one person's life, but you took five. Yes. Total. Five lives. In the process because you didn't want to admit to your boyfriend that you lied about being pregnant. Yep. Yeah. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. It's just one little lie, and not a little
0: lie. I mean, that's, that's a pretty big it's lie. It's a pretty
1: big lie, but I mean... To it's snowball. He'd, he'd, he would get over it eventually. Snowball and snowball
0: right. and snowball. And, you know, it takes one lie to cover up another lie, and it takes two lies to cover up that lie. And it just keeps snowballing. Oh, my gosh. And we've seen it time and time again, but in, in this situation, it just seems like it got out of control for her. Right. It could have very easily been dismissed to a miscarriage
1: right the boyfriend was completely out of state exactly you you could have come up with so, 20 so many other scenarios. stories to explain the loss of a pregnancy 20 different scenarios yeah.
0: and not one of those scenarios included take killing your best friend taking that baby and it died as well and then killing three kids
1: And trying to pass that off as your own evidence of a a loss. Yeah. That is infuriating. And then holding a funeral for the
0: baby, naming the baby. Like and then giving it the you know, supposed father's last name. Like Mm -hmm. I can't imagine how that father felt as well going through the emotions, the roller coaster of having a pregnant girl back home. Uh Having to take leave from his job to come back for a funeral. And then there's another twist. You're not, you're not even, no, you're not even a father. Right. And this loss and grief you just went through wasn't even yours to have. Exactly. It's just so fucking tragic. Wow. So Jamila's family chimed in and was, you know, their opinion was given when the court asked, you know, should she be given a death sentence? Because there was two death sentences on the table for uh-huh. this. And they opined that they didn't want the death sentence for her, that that wouldn't equate to them the lives of these five people, sure. innocent people in their lives that they've lost. So eventually on June 10th, 2008, she was sentenced to life without the possibility of parole.
1: As she should have.
0: And she's currently at the Logan Correctional Center. Um, so, yeah, it's it's unbelievable what some people will do to cover up a lie.
1: It, it makes me think of the story that you told, and I forget the guy's name, but, um, you know, the one that dismembered his parents because he didn't want to get caught in his lie about Going to work for NASA. Oh my gosh. Or something like that. You know, like. Yeah. For SpaceX. Yeah. Yeah. For SpaceX. Yeah. You just really could not live with the thought of being exposed on this, like. Yeah. Not a small lie, but a lie that someone would move on with their lives about finding the truth.
0: And it's weird to me how, and, you know, I think we've talked about this before, how when you're. In a situation like that, everything can seem about that lie right. or about that subject. Mm-hmm. And it and it does take a strong person or a strong will to say, okay, I'm going to take a step back and look at it from other people's perspective. And, you know, or for me, what well, works for me, and this is super weird when I'm in a situation, I'm like, I'll go to the grocery store and I'll people watch as I'm shopping. And I'm sure. like life goes on it does life goes on eventually yeah you you know you might feel a little shame because you lied and you got caught in a lie or whatever or what have you but life goes on and not you know and it's not like i i hope we're not talking anyone out of a situation like this right now i hope that's not the situation you find yourself in but if you know anyone or if you ever need that type of help in your life, there's there's help for you as well. Absolutely. And you know, like that guy, he could have said, Hey, they nixed the job. They don't have that position anymore.
1: Sure. That's it. There there are al- alternative reasonings that you yeah. can find your way out of something. Absolutely. Then um but, taking I mean, down someone else in the process.
0: But Tiffany had absolutely no reason to lie other than her selfish reasons of wanting to maybe have this father in you know, baby father in mm-hmm. her
1: life. Yeah. Cause that's what I'm thinking too. Like why did you even come up with the lie in the first place? Did you, you know, you wanted to be pregnant at the same time as your best right. friend? Like, you know, how, how cool of an experience is that? But like you, she she set herself up with that, knowing that she didn't have yeah a solution right or did she set it up uh, i'm j- I'm so confused, yeah,
0: I hope it wasn't planned from the very beginning exactly um because that's just i mean there's evil and then there's like this whole other level of that's evil, like
1: you know demonic, yeah so. <laughs> Like someone came straight into your soul and took <laughs> over it. And yeah. Yeah.
0: So correction in my facts, they actually met in kindergarten. They'd known each other for a lot longer. Wow. So I don't know. I don't even know where I got sixth grade from, but that even, that, I mean, that just adds salt to the wound. It's like, you've known this person. Maybe you thought your, six
1: years old. Cause you're about maybe, six when you're in kindergarten. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, you're, you're in this person's life how could you ever think about doing anything like that so that's the case don't let your lies go go up in flames like no. this like
1: just own up to it and i mean i'm i'm glad that it didn't receive a whole lot of attention just purely for the the um the reasoning of it's incredibly sad yeah and i would never want to if if that was planned from the get-go, I would not want to give her any sort of recognition or any sort of, I guess you can call it fame. Yeah, that too. For, for yeah. committing something so unimaginable like that. That is just absolutely yeah. wild. And it just
0: like snow. Oh God. And it, again, it just snowballed. Cause it was like the kids didn't happen until three days after Jamila. Right. So she had three days to,
1: stop it exactly right there Mm -hmm.
0: and not make it 300 times worse and she did
1: and just taking advantage of the fact that she was jamila's best friend and getting the kids from their dad and i mean you know as a parent you know of of course you're gonna let your kids go with The other's best friend, if you know somebody that you trust and you've known for a really long time, of course, you know, like you're still handing off your kids to somebody else, but also you check up on them though, right? (laughs) This is true, (laughs) or maybe reach out to mom and be like, Hey, is so and so supposed to be picking the kids up?
0: Yes, that's yeah, it's like daycare protocol, yeah, exactly. Who's supposed to be picking this kid up, Uh huh? Exactly. And I
1: don't know. Every situation is different. Can you fill out the sign-in sheet? Yes, I'm gonna need you to sign these kids out and take this air tag with you. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Wow, that's crazy. Crazy case. That is such a crazy case.
0: All right. Well, um, be good to your best friends. Yes, please. (laughs) Um, but before we finish, I do, we want to thank our newest Patreons. Yes, we have
1: a few. Yeah, we have four new Patreons. Oh my gosh, welcome you guys.
0: Yeah, um, and some of these are trickled in from December and because we were recording in advance, uh, they didn't make it into the previous recordings, but we still want to take the time and thank you. So we have two new Patreons to the Diet Coke Fund and that's Felix J. Hi Felix. Hi Felix, Welcome. And we have Rachel L.
1: Awesome. Hi, Rachel.
0: Hi, Rachel. Welcome. And we have two new Patreons for the mer Lovers Club. And that is Tiffany C. Hi,
1: Tiffany. Hi, Tiffany. Welcome. You are not the Tiffany in this case. Oh, shit. No, you're not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. My brain is just... Uh, nope. You're good. Not, you're not. It's been a long week. And um, the second Mer Lover to join us is Brittany F. Hi, Brittany. Hi, Brittany. Welcome. Awesome. We are so excited. Um, This week is definitely um, a, like we said, a recharge week, but we have goodies going out in January for you guys. Um, You got a sneak peek of them when we did our December giveaway, our Christmas giveaway. And again, congratulations to the winners. I hope you enjoyed your stuff. To our first place winner... Let us know how that game went. The hunter killer. Yeah.
1: That would be awesome. Really, really interested to see everything that was yeah. in there. Oh, yeah. Because we, we didn't even open it. No. So
0: <laughs> open the in box it? that
1: was in it, but oh. not the contents of your yes. prize.
0: So let us know what's in it. Let us know what the case was about. Um, because, or if you're stuck, call us. We might be able to figure it out with mm-hmm. you. Um, but we ordered iron-on... Patches. yes
1: they're so cool which are so cool
0: um so that is what's going out for january for all the patreons so be on the lookout for that i hope everyone got their lanyards i think that was october or november that we sent those out yes. so um just we keep trying to you know keep giving you the goodies for being nice to us and listening to us and uh
1: that's it yeah we're yeah.
0: excited so, if you haven't had a chance, go and check us out on patreon.com and follow us on all the social medias, different variations of the handles. But Stranger Danger Podcast
1: is the how to look for us. You'll find it somewhere. You'll find us. Yeah. All
0: right. Don't be a stranger.
1: Don't be a stranger. Hey, bye bye. Bye.